Sav. Benny. How's the coffee, huh? You, you, you nearly caffeinated. Mate, look, you're, re- you're ready? It's happening. It's happening. It's not, it's not the Benny B Man, coffee. You caught me it's early. not the stuff you bring me over <laughs> in the, um, the little canister. Uh, that stuff's rocket fuel. Yep. But, mate, look, I'm doing my very best. <laughs> I'm on a double shot here and uh, heavily caffeinated, ready to go. Man, you caught me early today. Usually I have one beforehand, but I'm just sort of catching up now. Mate, it's never too late. So, <laughs> so why, I want to talk about White Belt this week. Yes. You know, fantastic class. We're doing some fantastic stuff. We're doing, you know, the one leg sweep to down to knee cut to uh, close guard, uh, wiper, wiper to wiper to uh, mount, and then we got into an S-mounted S- armbar. Did I, did I say that You know right? what, mate? Sorry, it was I'm... a little broken, but you got that. <laughs> Yeah, you got there. Good. So, come um, on, white belt. Give me a break, no, right? No, so, <laughs> kind of. I wanted to come in and, and guide you, but I thought, you know what, you're getting there. I'm happy with this. But... And and if you can manage it, the sneaky little, you know, um, cutting arm bar, if you can manage it. Yeah. So we Which... we um, <laughs> interesting because we have been since we opened on the third of January. I mean, we run this white belt program on Tuesdays and Thursdays, as you know. Um, yep. My idea this year was to it's a fundamental program. Let me make that clear. So it's got to be about basics. It's about the new starters. Um, you know, the period of January, generally pretty quiet. We hadn't had any uh, new white belts start um, until the second week, but we'd been doing a really nice, you know, mutual grip off balancing um, single leg to inside trip. We've been looking at different passing variations, uh, knee cut, um, you know, or, or going to the other side if they make frames. And then we're looking at management of side control, uh, getting that knee up on the belly, clearing the far side arm, uh, windshield wipering to mount. And then we've been um, entertaining the S mount, which is a really nice um, setup for an arm bar, which the students have really been liking. Um, you know, got cutting arm bars on the way through. So you might say, well, hang on a minute, this is fundamental program. But these guys and girls have been doing this for a couple of weeks. So they, they're kind of, um, you know, they, they're used to this. But what, what I was yeah. discussing last night, because um, in the last, oh, you know, I guess two weeks, we've had a tremendous boost in signups you know i think up to nearly 30 for the back end of this month it's been crazy so there's a lot of new starters there and i could see when they came in i mean with the amount of coaches we have on the mats Good. uh you know there's always someone there to look after them but i was kind of you know consciously aware that when i when i did that demonstration i was very scared i said to anna lock the doors and she said why i said because these white belts are going to run <laughs> So Sav, this week, tell us who our guest is. This is a really special guest. We've been talking about having her on since actually the inception of the Sav Stories podcast. We had to have her husband on first there were i don't because he's he's such a close friend of yours sav introduce her please okay guys very special guest in today with us um this is sarah g key wife of professor owen g key from gracie miranda um we've been really looking forward to this uh sarah is now a mum as well as a jiu-jitsu practitioner uh she's yeah. been training and traveling and doing all that type of stuff and running a very busy successful academy in Miranda. Uh, we're really honored to have her on today. Uh, we're going to cover a lot of topics in regards to jiu-jitsu, you know, training with children, 
you know, how, how she came, how she was coming back after the pregnancy to get back on the mat. So we've got a really, really good show right. today. But I want to welcome Sarah. Uh, thanks for coming on. Great to have you on here today. And I look forward to the conversation ahead. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Honoured. Awesome. Honored. <laughs> so how long have you known Sarah for, Dev? Uh, I've known Sarah for, I guess, when she first met Owen, uh, Owen, myself and Owen were teaching at Gracie Alexandra. Um, yeah. I ended up going back to the airport um, and Owen stayed at Gracie, uh, Gracie Sydney, sorry. So during that period yeah. of time where I wasn't uh, sort of present, like Sarah had come in and, you know, a relationship had formed there and, you know, I got to know Sarah when she was first seeing Owen. Uh, how long have you guys been together now, Sarah? Oh God. Um, I think, uh, what's 2023? I think we were started seeing each other. I'm going to say maybe 2014. I, yeah. I, I was think. thinking so maybe that, nine. Okay. Yeah. Maybe nine years. Gosh. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, in there whilst I was gone. Yeah. Pretty much that period of time, I guess, you know, sort of getting up towards 10 years. Yeah. Um, so tell us, we're really interested to understand, like, so you, you sort of met Owen, you started jujitsu, yeah. you, you know, started working up. How was that, you know, all, already, you know, like you've got this whole, you know, you know, it was a lot complicated. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was really great. So basically I started, um, I was with Owen before I started jujitsu though. So I'll just put that out there for everyone. Is that an important, is that actually an important, you know? No, uh, I don't think so. I think okay, cool. well, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, Benny, I'm learning something new as we go along. There's always some sort of groundbreaking news on this podcast, let me tell you. I'll, I'll yeah. chat to Owen about that later. <laughs> <laughs> no, so basically I, we used to work, um, I used to work at Sports Lab when it was actually in um, SRG. So we had like a little office in there and that's when the desks um, were shared. So basically I was, we shared the desk with um, SRG, Gracie and Sports Lab. And um, he basically sat on the desk during lunch because it wasn't manned. So he sat there for like, uh, you know, an hour and a half a day and like we just start to talk and then, yeah, just things escalated. And then he wanted me, like he didn't push me into jujitsu. He said, like, I'd love you to come and just do some self-defense. Um, and at that uh, stage, that old I... chestnut, eh? That old chestnut. <laughs> come up and do some self-defense, yeah, Sarah. Self-defense. <laughs> um, but... Sav, 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 Sav. I'm getting Jackie to do it. So Jackie, Jackie's coming in a few weeks' time. She listens to this podcast, no, dude. Help, help her brother brilliant. out. Uh, I want to leave you away with this, Jackie. Yeah. It's, it's an absolute essential that you do it. Uh, but, yeah, so, and I was really... <clears throat> I don't think I was in a great um, mindset at that stage because I just finished like swimming and <clears throat> I just had like shoulder surgery and I got really sick and stuff. So my, my body wasn't like mentally and physically ready to start a new sport. I was really, I was sad that I had to stop swimming and I didn't want to just like um, mask it with something else. Um, but I mean, I did start um, doing a like, I wouldn't say self-defense, but more sport jujitsu, um, and then yeah, just never, never stopped. <laughs> Happens fast, doesn't awesome. it? And yeah, I know. Just I mean the whole jujitsu journey, like you know, just piggybacking what you're saying, it's you know very short. In short, just 
walking past the beach one day and then trying to class and then you know here we are 20 i know 20 20 odd years later and running an academy where I look it's like you just blink so yeah i really get i know i from. i said to owen last night i was we were talking about something and i was saying oh you know when when i started um obviously i was a white belt and he was a black belt and now i'm a brown belt and i'm like what that was so that's weird to say yeah, yeah crazy Move, yeah time just wise. let me let me yeah let me ask you, Sarah, looking back over from the white belt to now, yeah. what would you give your white belt self as advice? I always ask, I'll get this, guess this where I can, and I'd love to hear it from you because yeah. you've got, you're very clear about these types of things. Yeah, so I think, oh, goodness. Um, I just think don't, don't take it. I don't mean don't take it too seriously, but I think probably just enjoy it more and stop focusing on, like, for me, I'm – like most people, I'm really um, – not that I want to win, but I want to be the best and I want to, you know, get as many subs. And I don't think looking back at the journey, that's the most important thing um, in jiu-jitsu. I think um, I didn't really learn that, like, until becoming a mum, until having Jude. Like, I had to really change my lifestyle, really change everything because – I physically could not do the training and train how I used to and be present in the gym and like I was through my white belt, my blue belt, my purple belt, well, most of my purple belt. Um, yeah, I, I now I, I, uh, I don't take it for granted, you know, like I feel like I had so much time to train and be in the gym around the black belts and the brown belts and it was incredible but I think I probably took that for granted a little bit and just kind of like I should have taken it all in and yeah, it's, it's good advice one. for Kainoa. Yeah. I'm just listening to what you're saying, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting way of saying. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, Sarah? Yeah. Um I just want to talk to you about, you know, training, you know, leading into I know when you were originally were pregnant, you were still on the mats, you're obviously training mm. very carefully and mm. you know, I just wanted to ask you about training pregnant. Um yeah. You know, and then having kids and that type of stuff and well, yeah. having a kid. Uh, Great Owen, question. Owen's got a Great plan question. for you. There's a few more on the way. I don't know if you know, but <laughs> he, he has right a plan. But, yeah, so I just wanted to know about, you know, training pregnant. Yeah, so um, I pretty much trained throughout my whole pregnancy until I was like 40 weeks. I think my last session was um, the black belt um like the Tuesday sessions at Alexandria. And then I think like probably two days later I went into labor. But um, I remember, I actually remember the session before I found out I was pregnant, like the day before, I think um, I was training and obviously I, I didn't, I didn't know. So, and then I just remember, you know, Derek, I mm. felt Derek. Mm. I remember training with him and he got like, I, I think I turtled and then, he literally like um, sprawled on my back, and I just remember being like sprawled into the mat. I didn't know I was pregnant though. Oh, I didn't right. know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like I think two days later, I tested, and I just I always come back to that. I'm like, oh yeah, my God. yeah, crazy. Huh? Yeah, but I did. Yeah, I did train through the whole thing. I I feel like I was really lucky um, to have like amazing people around me to train with. Um, but I also think you know, I looking back. Um, at it, I don't think I would have trained all the way through, say, if I was a 
white or a blue belt. Not that you can't. I just feel like I could protect myself a lot mm. um, being, I don't know, a purple belt. And I just felt a lot more comfortable. So it obviously just depends on like you as an individual, but I did really feel comfortable to be able to, to train. I started off obviously with my usual game. Like I was very guard dominated um, uh, player. And then obviously I got too big with my belly. I couldn't play guard. I, I could lay on my back, but I couldn't like, you know, my abs didn't work the same way. So I actually obviously started playing top, just passing a lot. And to be honest, like, that helped my game so much. Now I, I prefer to pass now, whereas mm-hmm. before I was like guard, guard, guard. And that not being able to do something and putting myself somewhere that I had to go because of the pregnancy and because of the belly, it actually helped me. So, you know, like a lot of yeah, people right. think that <clears throat> when they're injured or, you know, like I was pregnant, but um, they're injured or they have a niggling issue. The good thing about jujitsu is – it doesn't matter the issue that you have, whether that's injury, pregnancy. You can always work around it, yeah. Always work around it, you know, yeah. like it's so it's a, great. It's a great answer, Sarah, it really is. And just sort of moving on from that, it's really interesting to get your perspective on that. But, you know, moving forward, you know, Jude's come along, uh, you know, what sort of challenges did you face getting back on the mat? You know, what, yeah. what was, how was that experience? Um, for me personally, um, it was really, really hard. I, I really struggled getting back on, on the mats. Um, I know a lot of people, I don't know whether it's just because of jujitsu, but I know a lot of people, I wouldn't, I don't want to say bounce back because I don't like to use that term because after having a baby, it's really hard to get back into shape. Well, the demands of the baby with mum, of course, I mean, you know, it's just, you've got so much responsibility now. And as you just yeah. mentioned earlier in the conversation, you're talking about the flexibility of freedom that you had. Yeah. You know, and you're moving forward and now you've got this little guy that relies on yeah. you. So. Yeah, it was really hard for me. Like, I, I don't want to say that we – I always say to people, like, you know, you are so selfish to some extent. Like, as much as we – I'm not a selfish person or we, we're not selfish, but just not having – children you can do so much and I think that really um I struggled with that like just not being able to go to the gym whenever I wanted or do this whenever whenever I wanted but I I didn't put too much weight on during um my pregnancy towards the end obviously I was like had a lot of fluid and but I put on a lot of weight after having Jude um just I think not being able to train. I had obviously had a C-section. Um, I had to stay off the mats and then, um, COVID happened like the second time around and that I really struggled with that. I really struggled to feel like me for such a long time. You know, I'd look, I'd, you know, I know this is pretty harsh, but I'd look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, who are you? Who, who is this person? I think, um, you know, sorry to interrupt, but I think, you know, you've lived your whole life as a swimmer. I mean, obviously, I didn't know you then, but I know you're at a really high level with swimming. Jiu-Jitsu, mm. you're always training extremely hard. And mm. I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, you've got to be a little bit fairer to yourself. We're also critical mm. all the time. I am as well. Yeah. But, you know, with, with uh, your situation with Jude, and you made a good point, like COVID was around. We were yeah. training. Um, you know, mm. when you're at that level like you are and then you just stop, 
Like, Stop. Yeah, yeah, you know the old saying in jiu-jitsu, like they say taking a day off is the equivalent to taking a week off, you know, you yeah. lose a week. So, you know, it wouldn't be too hard on yourself. I think you've come back really well, um, you know, beautiful little boy, full of energy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mother of God, that kid's got some energy, you know. And look, I think it's, you know, it's, yeah, oh my God. But look, I just wanted to ask you something else. What sort of um, advice could you give mums that, you know, maybe possibly a little bit reluctant to, uh, you know, join jiu-jitsu you know what sort of yeah. advice would you give them i mean i we do have people come in oh i've got you know my kids and i'm and i'm you know i really want to do this but i'm you know and we sort of say hey look come in you know we don't pressure them and mm-hmm. once you jump in the tuesday class the thursday class as benny mentioned mm-hmm. it's a whiteboard only class that way they're learning a lot of information they're not yeah. forced to run around and uh, warm up, they get warmed through specific movement and very, you know, isolated movements that are, you know, generally controlled. Um, so yeah. we try and encourage them to do that. And when they do do that, we find that they, they want to move further on. But what, what advice would yeah. you give to mums that are a little hesitant, a little reluctant to jump in into the mats? Yeah, well, I would say, actually, it's funny you say that because one of our um, our students, uh, he's also our striking coach, his wife is wanting to join and um, she's a, a little bit the same. She just had her baby a year ago, um, just over a year ago. And, you know, I, I say, like, take your time, take your time to want to come in. But I think just put yourself out there. Like, I feel like as mums, we are really um, selfless. Like, we, you know, don't, give ourselves time to be able to do it. Like give yourself a time, like um, during the week, tell your husband, your partner, whatever, like, okay, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to block out this time for myself. I want to go to jujitsu, like make it a priority, you know, like if it's something that you really want to do, make it a priority and put it down, make sure you have the support system around you. For me, it's, I'm very much like, oh, he's going to mind Jude or, you know, they've got to mind Jude. I'm because he's so young, but even if you're not and the kids can come along, they can sit on the side, that's totally fine. I would say that it it really, really helps having a really strong female presence and team in the gym. It really helps, you know, like um, I'm not saying that it's not, you can't do it, but you guys are super lucky there. You have amazing um, women there. Like you've got Chris, you've got Vicky, like so many people there to be able to support the girls. I think the female presence is really important on the mat as it's well. Essential. You know, so absolutely essential. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it, it really helps like um bring them in, sort of like um take them step by step, you know, and then and I usually say for the the women, if you want to come in, come to the women's class first. Um, just obviously it's for them, they can do the women's class and it's kind of like a stepping stone. Once they do the women's class, mm. they realise, oh, actually it's not that it's not that bad or it's not I didn't think it was this or that. And then they gradually go to the all levels class and <clears throat> go from there. But I would say to mums, just just give it a go. I think it's so amazing. Like mamas, they are strong. They are, you know, the strongest women yeah. I know, yeah. mums. So mm. I know any mum, they can do jiu-jitsu. Yeah, it's yeah. a really great answer. Um, I just just uh, getting back on the thing you were saying about getting them to come in and do the women's class mm. first, that's mm. really good. Um, <clears throat> we kind of go down that path as well. And once mm. they get in there and they might say, oh, hey, do I need to do an all-levels class? And no, 
You stay yeah. there as long as you want. And yeah. they can build their confidence there. And, and you know, mm. another thing I just wanted to comment on is you are right in regards to, I know not every school has girls in there, but it changes the dynamics. It changes Definitely. the culture. And I couldn't mm. see, I mean, I think we're up around 40, 40 to 50 girls. And, I mean, look, obviously yeah. they're not always there together. Um, mm. Even on the girls' program, we might have 20. Where's the other 30? Like, we're talking about kids. Mm. And so, you know, overall we'll have that number. But having them That's all together, it's, yeah, it's just such an amazing feeling in there. And, you know, like I love to walk in and see the girls on the mats. And, I mean, yeah. you know, you train with some of these girls in the higher belts, like yourself and Chris and Serena and, mm. you know, these higher-level belts, Vicky. And, I mean, you know, these girls will – you know, yeah, they push the shit out of you. Like, I mean, these these yeah. girls are, they don't muck around. They come yeah. with their little pigtails. Yeah. Hi, how are you? And, <laughs> and then you train with them and they're, you know, they're literally trying to take your arm out of your socket and squeeze you yeah. to the point of, you know, it's, it's yeah, they're very strong. Sometimes I say to the, you know, sometimes the women are more like, I wouldn't say vicious or savage, but we are pretty savage you know so rolling the girl sometimes is <laughs> with not a smile easy. on the face yeah. <laughs> it's not that <laughs> it's not easy so sometimes it's not the rolling men is easy at all like it's very hard very hard but girls have this like energy you know and um when they step over to the um men's class usually they look after the girls you know yeah. so they're like oh this is actually not that bad. Whereas the girls, like, I'm not saying that that's what we're like at all. It's very relaxed and calm. But, um, you know, when we roll, we roll hard, you know. Yeah. I think girls, are, um, you know, just because of the, the, the difference in strength and size and things like that, mm. the thing I noticed with the girls in the academy, they're very good with technique. And I technique. Think see yeah. a lot of the girls maybe sweeping some of the guys around or yeah. getting passes and then, you know, yeah. they just bring out that strength thing to count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Women are, the women are very, very good, you know. So. We can't rely on yeah. the strength um, no. like the, the men. And, like, I'm not saying that all men do that, but, I mean, when everyone starts, you know, when guys start, like, they don't have technique. Of course they're going to use their yeah. strength. It's just yeah. natural. It's true. Um, yeah. yeah, actually, I wanted to actually just add, as a white belt, I've been lucky enough to actually get a few pointers from some of our higher belt women in Gracie Botany, mm. and it's been some of, like, I'm, I'm so thrilled to have that perspective, mm. particularly from Vicky mm. and Chrissy, who I'm very lucky, who will give, give me pointers and show me some better technique yeah. than what I'm currently <laughs> doing, but also people like Fabrita, yeah. who, um, who has actually showed me how to roll in a nicer way. You know, like, um, which is, and I'd like to thank Fabrita while I got the chance because she's she's been a, somebody who's given me a little bit of support through my journey where I felt very overwhelmed. Yeah, so that's nice. Um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of you know the the women's team at um, Gracie Botany and all the women that I've met through this, um, the you know this podcast, yeah, amazing bunch, just incredible. Yeah. Like they certainly are. Moving right along to the next challenge, Sarah, yeah. is not only do you have this challenge of, you know, being a woman in jiu-jitsu, mm. working your way up, you know, uh, uh, in a relationship with a coach, mm. uh, uh, having a kid, okay. being a mom, right? You, you put the ultimate one in there, and this is something that is common to all three of us. Yeah. You work 
owning an academy with your with your husband (laughs) you gotta tell us about this that's crazy no no um uh that this is a um a really good topic i you know when i'll just say you know as much as owen and myself we um we put gut not gut not not rules but like we kind of set like okay we've got to make sure we don't do this do it we're not perfect boundaries not perfect we try and set the rules and the boundaries and you know but it's um it is a massive challenge you know i think um i think the one thing like that's been a really struggle for me because i always i don't compare but i compare like sav and anna and me and owen like obviously we're very good friends we've been friends for ages um, we do so many things together. I'm like Sav and Owen's <laughs> like Anna. So I'm very inquiry <laughs> um, in a good way, I would like to think. But, um, and I'm not, hang on, hang on a sec, hang on. I'm not seeing any similarities between you and Sav so far. So you... good. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get us in a room together, like, you know, but, um, we, I find that because I'm so fiery and then bringing like the hierarchy with the belts, that is really hard. That was really hard for me. And then opening a business. Cause I think we opened Gracie Miranda when I was a blue belt and then having, can, can I just ask was, um, sorry to interrupt. Well, can I just ask was opening up an academy together? When did that actually start to like, when did you say, I'm going to open up an academy with this guy. Yeah. So basically Owen obviously has probably wanted to own an academy for, I don't know, so many years, but he was still, I wouldn't say he was comfortable at um, Gracie Alexandra, but he loved his job there. He, you know, he loved um, working there with all the students and the kids and everything like that. So I think he was kind of preoccupied doing that job to the best um, that he can. But I think in the back yeah. of his mind, he always knew that he probably wanted to open a gym. But I think, I reckon 2017, we started talking about it. Um, and I think I was speaking to you about this the other day. But for me, like Owen, again, is like Anna. They think of every single little thing. <laughs> and I'm like, let's do it, you know? And I don't. <laughs> So I don't know whether that was um, me being naive, kind of in a good way. I think you have to be a bit naive to be like, we can do it, you know? And um, I don't know it's naive. I think it's more like, we'll figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we'll, we'll, as we cross it, we'll figure it out. I know. And don't worry about the little stuff. But we'll just... Owen, if you know Owen, and I know Sav knows Owen very well. It's like if you say to him, oh, don't worry about the little stuff, the little stuff's back here in his head going like, you know. So. Just, just, just give me a sec, give me a sec. Anna, do you worry about the little stuff? Anna, uh, oh, do I? Uh, the little stuff? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, she's, I'm, I'm a lot like Sarah. Fourth I, guest. Just want, I just want action. I want it done. I want, I want everything done quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just, you know what? I just come in on what Sarah's saying is, I'll give you guys a little bit of history about the situation with Sarah. I think Sarah was the push that Owen needed. Um, she's oh, quite driven awesome. in regards to maybe wanting to get things done. So myself and Owen opened a school in the city called Underdog Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. We were both purple belts. And we were in a very name um, small but successful school there. We weren't in it for finances, but we were in it to, you know, basically give the guys a place to train. Bruno opened a school in the city. 
he, he closed down and he moved out. So Owen said, what do you want to do, bro? Do you want to maybe get a schooling here? You know, Owen's very thoughtful like that. He's like, and I said, oh, why? So well, what are these guys going to do? We don't want to let him just have nowhere to train. And I was like, okay, you find a place <laughs> and we'll do it. So we ended up finding a place and we taught there for quite a while, uh, old music studio. And yeah, we had a really fun time there. But then when we went back to Alexandria, both myself and Owen offered money to go and teach at headquarters, which we did. Um, and as I mentioned earlier in the conversation, I left from headquarters to go. I, I worked at Qantas for nearly, you know, 20 odd years. So the big days at um, Gracie, Alexandra, they were long days. Myself and I were there very early in the morning and we weren't leaving till you know, nine o'clock at night. Um, you know, we were sleeping on the lounge on our break and all that sort of stuff. And so when I did go away, my intentions were always to open with Owen. I always was going to open a school with him. But then when he met Sarah, I had kind of gone away from jiu-jitsu and, you know, obviously being a couple, Sarah was training. I mean, it was idyllic. It was perfect for them to move forward together. And I think Sarah was the push that Owen needed. Uh, you know, like she mentioned, he was always very driven to do it. Uh, he'd shown me that by opening in the city with myself. But, again, I, you know, I know I'm piggybacking her conversation. I felt like he was very comfortable and he's very committed mm. to students. He's that type of person. He'll give everything to them before he puts himself forward. So I think Sarah's basically come along giving him a nice big swift kick in the ass and said, let's go. <laughs> um, and you know what? Yeah. At that stage, and I've spoken to Sarah and about this, obviously I was disappointed, you know, not for them, but I was always planning on a journey with Owen, but it's crazy how things work, you know, and then yeah. here we are five years later uh, after their fifth, uh, Gracie and Miranda's fifth birthday, which was yesterday, uh, brilliant afternoon, Brazilian yep. barbecue, lots of rolls, uh, you know, it's just a really nice turnout. And, there I was uh, opening my school only last year and the irony of these two guys actually there, you know, helping us set this up, Sarah running the first kids class and myself and Owen running the first classes to help me get up off my feet. It's just, it is crazy. And I can't thank them enough for doing their thing. And then this has allowed me to do my thing. It's just crazy how it all works. Like, and, you yeah. know, they're five years open. We're just gone past one year open. And it's incredible. It's just mind-blowing. And, yeah, so, and, you know, thanks again, guys, for everything. I mean, the help's been crazy. <laughs> and, yeah. Right. I mean, I don't think it would be any other way. You know, I remember, like, five – I can't believe it's five years. Yeah. But um, I remember when we opened – not opened, when we – um, had this looked at this place and obviously signed the lease. Remember when we, you guys came over yeah. and there was like a big stack of it was like concrete floor. It was yeah. just like bare bones, like yours. We got photos. Was. The kids are like, yeah, you know. I know it's only yeah. five years ago, but Kanoa looks like he's two. <laughs> <laughs> and like it was just a big stack of mats right in the middle, and we went for dinner, and we were just like, oh my yeah. god, you yeah. know. And we were so, so excited for you guys, and you know, we left that yeah. day, and, I, and and it's like, you know, is this you know, does this make you want to get this dream and live this dream as well? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. I was teaching at Bruno's. I was doing lots of privates. I had Qantas as well. So I was doing quite yeah. well for myself, you know. I was like pretty yeah. comfy. Like like um, Sarah was saying about Owen, I was kind of in a really cushy little spot. And I thought, do mm -hmm. I really want this thing of business hanging over my head? And, you know, and then, you know, it took another five years. You know, but I think that was necessarily necessary for you to like 
get to that point, I think everything happens for a reason. I think, yeah. it may, I mean, I, there is no doubt in my mind that if you opened five years ago, whatever, you would be as successful anyways. But I think that extra years, I think, pushed you even more to be like, yeah, yeah let's go. Well, I learn a lot, right? I, you know, mm. I was, you know, yourself, Joel, uh, you know, Sammy, you know, Marcus and Avell. I mean, I've mm. had just, you know, Jason and George from Parramatta. I've been very fortunate to have you guys there and, um, you know, I'm able to say, hey, listen, what about this? What about that? I mean, as you guys know, you guys have been over backwards for us, helping us get set up and, you know, most a lot of people don't know this. Sarah did a lot of the wordage and the stuff for us. Like, you know, these guys, you know, these are the things that don't get spoken about. I mean, you know, Jason from Parramatta was extremely helpful too and sent me over all of his, you know, things that he'd set up for memberships and, you know, Owen and Sarah mm. were just, you know, doing so much to the point where they were coming over and teaching the first classes with me. I mean, what what's the irony of that? Like, you know, from where we were and <laughs> now I'm open and then these guys are here teaching. I mean, Jason and his beautiful wife, Kiki, like they own a cleaning company, mate. These guys are in there cleaning, cleaning walls and stuff for us. Like, it's just the way it works is just crazy. And, you know, I'm just also happy that we're here doing it together. And, you know, we're sharing special moments like we did yesterday. It's been amazing. It really has. And I think, you know, the, the important point here too is, is that, and this is what people who have never started a business sort of don't really know is, is that it, it like, a, like raising kids, it takes a village to oh, start yeah. a business. <laughs> you may not necessarily say it, but it yeah. does, you know, the, the, you know, you don't, you're just not making the decisions by yourself. You, you, you're sort of calling up friends. Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think mm-hmm. about that? Got this difficult decision. And this is the beauty. And this is what I love about the Gracie you know the gracie brand you're all helping out each other you're all friendly with mm. each other you're all you're, you you know you're, you're all willing to get in the car and drive across town because none of you are real super close <laughs> to each other you know to you know miranda yeah. botney Parramatta. you know it's it's this is this is what life yeah. is about it it's is it's of, very, very very tight community i mean look we all run our own you know we all sort of run our own businesses. We don't have the time that we used to, as Sarah mentioned earlier in the conversation. You know, we used to hang out and train and do a lot of dinners and stuff like that. We still catch up, no problem, but it's just not as, you know, like it, it takes a special moment now, like um, to have their anniversary. Like, you know, you're always going to go and do this. I mean, but we are very busy people. You know, we mm-hmm. have families, we have kids, and we try and do as much as we possibly can, you know, and, and when we do get together, it is always amazing. It yeah. really is incredible. Um, I just wanted to ask you another question, Sarah, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where you guys have uh, annually, you have an award, a Shamu Award. Yeah. Um, I was a very good friend of, I'm going to let you explain to the listeners who John Shamuka is, but uh, he's a, you know, a black belt, you know, pro surfer. I'll let you get more into that. But I have, uh, unfortunately, Shamu's not with us, but I remember having many, many, many tough fights with him at the tournaments. Uh, I mean, this is one of, you know, he was one of the most beautiful men that you could ever meet. But, um, God damn, this guy was tough. And uh, I've had many, many battles with him, Um, you know, and I just wanted to talk a little bit about what you guys have done uh, to acknowledge this great man. I know he was a professor at Gracie Miranda teaching some amazing classes there. Mm. I just wanted you to talk about this award that you guys do each year called the the Shamu Award. Um, and I know you guys have a, 
a beautiful um, shrine in the academy. I just want, you know, just sort of paint a picture for the listeners about, you know, who this man is and, you know, what you guys did there and, and the honourable award that you've put forward. Yeah, so John Shamuka, um, he uh, was uh, one of our black belt, he was one of our professors here, um, sadly passed away um, two and a bit years ago. It was right before, uh, after, two weeks after Jude was born, so that was... um, that was a tough time in our lives. But, um, yeah, he passed away. We obviously very sad, but he was a legend. Like, oh, my gosh. Even now, like, you know, I can just see him. Like, we have the shrine here. Um, it's his old gi. Um, we got uh, framed and put up there with his mouth guard and his black belt and stuff. So it's on the wall. So he's always, you know, he's always here with us. He's always looking, he's always watching us, you know, and I can just see him being like, oh, you did that wrong. Oh, you did that wrong. And his, you know, his little, <laughs> his little voice. But um, yeah, he was an amazing um, practitioner. He was a tough role. I'll tell you that right now. Um, he was a amazing surfer as well. He was on the tour. Um um, many years ago, but oh, he was just, he's just a legend. You know, those people that, you know, he's just an absolute legend. So basically, we, yeah. Sarah, can I, uh, just before you go on, can I ask you to share a memory of him? Because every, oh. when you've, when you're talking about him now, you, your face lights yeah. up. Yeah. So I, I want, I want to access that and sort of ask you to share a memory and Sav, I'm coming oh, after you after yeah, yeah. So many. Because when you were saying, when you first said John Schmooker, Sav, I'm going to put this up on um, Insta, your whole face <laughs> lighted up when you, and you were looking up and you were remembering something. I want to know what that memory was, but I'll start with um, Sarah first. Oh God. I just think for me now, like it's so, it's so raw still for us. Like um, it's like quite emotional, but Looking back now and obviously him not being here, I, it's not the big memories. It's the small ones that mm. like, Hit us up you know, one. and like, <laughs> I, like, I just remember him walking in the, the gym and like him, I just miss him coming in and being like, Hey, mama bear, you know, cause like even without Jude, <laughs> like I was, I'm the mum here. I'm the, he always used to say, you know, you take care of everyone. You like, you know, and I just miss that. I miss that. I miss when I'll just say another little one. Cause that's so small, but I just miss those little moments of him coming in here, you know? And I remember when we were doing some like takes for the Gracie Miranda Instagram or whatever. And we used to do like 10 questions and I was interviewing Shmoo. I actually have video of it. It was so funny. So I think, we sat down on the wall and we were interviewing and I was like, all right, guys, um, today we've got uh, John Shamuka like this. And he just turned and looked to me and he was like, oh, cut, cut, cut. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, 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 no. It's not John Shamuka, it's Shmoo. And I'm like, oh, It's really funny, but it's just the small things for me because we used to see him daily and we miss him really, really bad. Uh, Sam, what's your name? I've got a couple. uh, You know, first, I'll just tell you about this one very quickly. On his Instagram page, he used to do these surf checks and um, one through one (laughs) through the shamoo. Yeah, and this really funny voice. And 
you know, I, I can remember calling him after seeing the first one and going, Shmoo, that shit is top shelf. And he's, you know, started talking to me in that accent and he just had me in stitches. He's uh, just an, an incredibly, incredibly funny guy, you know, really, really good humour. But that was one thing I really liked about him. Another thing that just sticks with me, which was just incredible, he says to me one day, hey, Sab, what are you up to? And I said, yeah, just cruising, man. He's like, hey. I've, uh, I've got a mate of mine who wants to come down and do some training, you know, and I'm like, okay, cool. And he said, do you reckon you could spare some time for this guy? And I said, yeah, of course I can, anything for you, brother. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm down in the fundamental room in Alexandra, you know, and I'm sitting back thinking, okay, you know, and Shmoo's called me, he said, you there, bro? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here, brother. And he's like, all right, we're, we're, we're heading up, you know, we'll be there soon. I'm like, okay, too easy, you know, I'm just sitting in the back room. And in walks John Shmoo uh, with Kelly Slater. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's Kelly standing in the gi. And, you know, uh, Lucas was there with us that day, Tiago Shark, yeah. uh, Shmoo, and um, I think there was another. But anyway, so we're in there and, you know, next thing I'm working and, and, and you know, rolling with Kelly Slater. I mean, this is this guy's, you know, unbelievably fit. He was in a white belt. And it's funny, you know, and then Shmoo's like, and I said, oh, you know, what did you want me to do? And he said, just train with him, Sav, you know, give him some tips. And I'm thinking, are you serious? A, you know, this guy's an absolute <laughs> legend. So, and he was a really nice guy, humble guy. But that's one thing I remember about Shamu was, um, you know, just, just, you know, just him doing that. He was really, you know, he just like, hey, Sav, do you want to do this? Like, you know, given it's such a great opportunity to me. I mean, it's just something that I never, ever forget, you know, and, just and it's funny because when I finished training with him, I said, "Shmoo, you know, can I get a few photos with this guy?" And he's like, yeah, "Of course you can. Jump on the wall." And I posted a photo on my Instagram account, and um, Hoyler and the Gracie family started like writing on, you know, like saying, "Hey, what's this guy doing in a white belt?" And <laughs> I was like, oh, "I don't know." And then they started discussing in the chat, you know, "Hey, let's." Next time this guy's here, let's give him his blue belt. You know, this is about Kelly Slater. And I was just really blown away and I was talking to Shamu about it. And he's like, man, that's cool. It's really open to can of worms. That's great. So good photo. And, you know, he's just so casual. So, you know, but that, that's smooth. you know, like just he does something and it, it just opens up a million doors. And may yeah. really miss the guy and, you know, like yeah. I just, yeah, yeah, just amazing person. So yeah, back to this so, award, Sarah. Um, basically, we each year give um, the Shamu Award out on um, our birthday, which is the 26th um, of Jan. Um, and obviously, we wanted to make the award kind of um, like it was, you know, we were giving it to Shmoo. We wanted to um, give it to someone who came in and was always happy and is always um, eager to help hit the training partners and doesn't care who they roll, roll anyone, you know, just brings that energy and that vibe to the gym that obviously he always used to bring. Um, and so we give that um, every year out. And so we basically, what we're doing now is we're getting a replica of Shmoo's board um, made and um we will put obviously the winners of every year on the bottom of it or on a plaque and that'll go next to his gi. So that's kind of special. Um, yeah, we give them a gi and then we obviously put their name on the plaque, which is awesome. So it's pretty special to us. So who won this year? Um, so one of our students, um, Owen Mullins, 
Um, he is a honestly great guy. Like he he has two kids, obviously a wife. He works um, full time. He has his own business, and he gets here as much as he can. Like maybe I reckon every day he trains, maybe twice a day. Like you know, I was talking to his wife yesterday, and I was like, behind every husband. Um, that comes into the gym, there's a wife saying, yeah, you can go today, you can go today. There's <laughs> uh, a wife giving permission. Um, no, so he, he's just an all-round good guy. Like he has so much on his plate just like everyone, but he turns up every day, trains hard, great training partner, brings those vibes. And what's, t give me an example of the vibes he brings. Like, you know, give me an example of somebody who is a, who you really want to have in your academy, because unfortunately for Sav, he's got me, which is, he's now figured out he's not the great, not the greatest thing to have, but tell me somebody who actually brings, who do you want to have good vibes? What's the characters you want? Well, in I just want like, you know, obviously we're a big family gym, like that, just like, um, mm -hmm. you know, Savannah, Gracie, Botany. Um, we just want people to come in here and want to come here and have, you know, not take it too serious and you know want to help um your training partners um you know whether it's the girls or the guys they just want to come in and and bring us all up you know they give that vibe that like you just kind of everything's cool and and good like yep. you know every time Shmoo nothing yeah, every time Shmoo would walk in the room it'd be like ah like he's here you know <laughs> it's um so just that kind of energy just bring awesome sarah thank you so much for joining us and giving your time today away from jude and the gym okay. and owen oh, is owen okay oh with he is so just fine just want to make sure so fine. <laughs> <laughs> where is he right now oh look. um he's with jude. jude i said listen you oh, stay cool. at home with um jude because I can't go anywhere. Yep. I can't go anywhere without Jude banging on the door. Hey, open up, you know. So I had to <laughs> leave the house to do that. So are you going right home after this or are you going for a coffee, maybe, maybe. some lunch and then head, head back? <laughs> <laughs> Jackie does yeah. that to me all the time. Just going yeah, shopping. shops. I've got to go to the shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, women just, in shops. Just going shopping. <laughs> I'm, just going, I'm just going shopping and then all of a sudden she goes, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no problem. Yeah. So thanks again, Sarah. This has been long time in the making, but so worth it. Like, you know, such a fantastic chat. Um, Sav, who have we got next week? So next week we have Richie Bass. Uh, tell, tell people who uh, Richie Richie's is. Richie's so many I've people. To... In yep. I've known Richie, you know, pretty much all my life. Um, 30, 30, 35 years, I'd say, maybe closer to, you know, um, I wonder if Richie is even 35 yet. So let's just say I've known him before he was born. <laughs> uh, we grew up in Broome together. Richie's a, uh, a really, um, he trains uh, with us at Gracie Botany now, although he has been training, uh, you know, quite regularly through different academies. Uh, trained with Alex Prates for a while, Gracie Sydney's trained with Owen and Sarah. He moves around, but he's fixed himself now, Gracie Botany. He runs. Um, a no gi class every Monday. He's an ex UFC fighter, uh, big wave surfer, uh, father to his beautiful daughter Grace. And yeah, I'm just really looking forward to getting this guy on. He's got some incredible stories, and yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm curious to know what the connection is between surfing and jujitsu <laughs> because there's a really, really strong connection going on there, and I, I'd like to sort of 
start to dig into it yeah, a little absolutely. bit because like being around the yeah. water, like Shamu and you know Richie Shamu and Richie were very very good friends. It's just it's like cordial, you know, surfing. And I mean, look, Australia, we're, we're surrounded by twenty seven thousand kilometers of coastline. You know, Brazil's the same. They're yeah. all living on the coast, and I think just jiu-jitsu and surfing it just complements each other really well. But yeah. we'll get into that. Are you are you a surfer? Sam? I was in the water for most of my life. Yes. Okay. Cool. Is is Owen a surfer? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Owen, Owen doesn't go. Owen doesn't go okay. near the water. Which kind of is weird because <laughs> me and anyways we won't get into that. But no. That's right. You're a swimmer. That's we right. We won't get into that. Are you a surfer? Uh, no, I don't surf. I just swim. I'd rather just. I don't want yeah. a board. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sav, wrap it up. Okay, another amazing, amazing podcast. Thank you so much, Sarah, for coming in and sharing your experiences on so many different topics, particularly the motherhood and jiu-jitsu and just your journey, you know, from pre-jude into, you know, coming out of the pregnancy and just, you know, encouraging women to get in and on the mats, um, you know, really well said. It was, it was fantastic. And, look, thank you for your time. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we know you're very busy, you know, running the business and with Jude and with Owen. And so thank you so much for your time. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to having you back down the track uh, just to cover some different topics. But thank you. Benny, always a pleasure. Um, again, you have ducked and weaved. Uh, people want to know who you are. And, uh, you know, once we get offline today, I'll be having a stern talk to you at the Academy. <laughs> Mate, we need to lock right. this in. So, but guys, thanks so much for your time. Uh, always fun love the chats i just can't wait for the next one so thank you both really do appreciate uh but for now one two three